Hi, and welcome back to Disney Planning Insights. Uh, Peter here with Matt. Uh, today, what we'd like to talk about is the other one of the holiday parties. Uh, earlier, we had released the not-so-scary party, talked about all the ins and outs, all the things to do, all the things to look for. And today, we'd like to talk about the Very Merry Christmas party, seeing as the first one just started last week. And Matt, when he was down there recently, actually attended this party so Matt's going to be able to give us some fresh insight on this year's party, give us some things that he was able to do and some things for you to do. Um, and we think this is really, really seasonal and topical right now because a whole bunch of our listeners are likely going to be attending these parties over the next month and a half as we head into Christmas time. So Matt, just go ahead and kick us off with... Just, uh, I guess, your general experience as you kind of went in and moved around, and then maybe you and I will just kind of jump back and forth a little bit and talk about all the things that our listeners can do while they're there at that Christmas party. All right, sounds good. Well, uh, we went on the first night, which tends to be a sold-out night, and this one was, of course, a sold-out night. We were in the park already, so we didn't wait till that 4 o'clock to get into the park, but at 3.30-ish, they started letting people in the back entrance, in behind Main Street to the right as you're walking in the park. And that was where the first cookie pickup was and where you got your bands and they had a bunch of picture opportunities back in through that area. And if you were already in the park, that was where you had to go up to and get your bracelet and you had to walk back in that way to get that first cookie. So they kind of filtered all that traffic backstage, which I thought was a great idea because when we did the Not So Scary, they didn't do that. Everything was on Main Street and I felt like Main Street really clogged up really fast. Oh yeah, when I was just there last month doing the Not So Scary, they they do that now. They use that backside, uh, that backside path. That backside path will also open up sometimes on busy nights to let people out. Yeah. After the fireworks, just to give more channels coming up Main Street. So maybe that's a relatively new thing that they've just started doing and utilizing a little bit more of that backstage area. And I'm wondering if it's a little bit party by party as well. Could based be based on, on the number of tickets sold. Yeah, yeah, because like I said, when we when we did the Not So Scary, we came in main entrance, got our bands, and we were right down Main Street. They didn't funnel us through the other way, so... You know, it, it might be based on crowd size. Um, we did not focus on a lot of the special treats and stuff that were offered as um, buyable items throughout the park. But we did do a lot of the cookie uh, pickups, which they are all indicated by giant uh, peppermint sticks. So if you see those peppermint sticks around the park, that's where you're going to pick up your free cookies and your free drinks, which the drinks this year are eggnog, hot chocolate, and strawberry Fanta and orange Fanta, um, depending on which location you're at. And then there's um, a few different types of cookies. There's a chocolate chip, a snickerdoodle, um, a peppermint cookie, and a molasses cookie. So depending on each of the cookies have a couple of different locations and then corresponding drinks there. You, usually at each location, you have a couple of different drinks you can choose from. Hey, don't sleep on the snowman pretzel. That's where I was getting to next. Oh, there good. is a savory uh, snack as well. That's It's a free pickup, and it is the snowman pretzel. And if you've done this 
um, this party in years past, they've kind of evolved how they give you the cookies. So a few years ago, they were just handing you the cookies with a napkin. Then they started introducing all the everything packaged. Well, this year, all the packaging actually has Disney theming on it as well. And it's all Disney holiday theming. So all the packages are really cute for the cookies. So great stocking stuffers and stuff like that if you bring them back. Um, so really cool idea there. We did ride a couple of the rides with the theming. Um, we did Space Mountain. Space Mountain was awesome. The lighting that they put in there is kind of strobish for the party. So be careful if you have any sensitivity to that kind of light. Um, but it's hard rock Christmas music in there and it's loud and it's bright and it, it's it's really neat. And then we also did the uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. And unlike the not so spooky party or not so scary party, the uh, the ride was done a lot better. the The show was done a lot better. It was almost a whole new show. There were some carryover pieces, but a lot of the a lot of the dialogue was new for the holiday party. So I thought that was really nice. As far as crowd size, I think the rain might have kept some people away, or kept some people ducked into places where they normally wouldn't be for the party. But I felt like as far as flow, until it got to first parade through fireworks time, um, the flow was pretty good through the park. We got in the hub pretty early just so we had a good spot for the parade and for the fireworks. And the hub got pretty packed pretty quick. And then it rained hard and everybody scattered and came back for the fireworks. But for the most part, pretty, pretty nice night. Um, the party is definitely worth the price of admission. Um, there is a lot that you can get out of it. Not only the exclusive treats and that kind of stuff, but there's a lot of exclusive merchandise and characters as well. And we're going to go over a few of those things here as we move through this podcast. So, uh, Peter, I see you over there looking at the map. What are some of the things that you want to kind of highlight that you're seeing? Well, I, I think it's important to always remember that when you think about why would I want to go do this party, uh, the party's not really the time that you want to jump from ride to ride to ride. Uh, Matt kind of already talked about all of the free treats, and there's... <laughs> Not saying that you necessarily would want to do this, but there's nothing stopping you if you're just a big fan of eggnog and the stand has chocolate chip cookies and eggnog. There's nothing stopping you from grabbing a chocolate chip cookie and an eggnog and sitting down and enjoying it and then going back through the line and getting a chocolate chip cookie and an eggnog. Um, so that's that's kind of a, a nice thing about these parties is just to enjoy all of the complimentary things and just sort of live it up and and just have fun and be a kid again. But then the characters is the really, really big draw because there are so many characters at these parties. You know, the Seven Dwarves, Gaston and Belle are together, Prince Eric and Ariel are together, and many, many more that, you know, maybe Matt, you can throw some in there as well. But you're just not going to get those meet and greets. So if your, friend, if your kiddos or whoever you're with really enjoy the characters, these parties are a great opportunity for you to, to really walk around and meet some characters and, and have just a good time outside of the attractions, outside of the rides. Um, you know, what are some other things that maybe you and Shannon did while you were there that, that really stuck out to you or, or maybe characters or whatever you'd like to talk about? Yeah, well, um, some of the things that weren't party exclusive, but um, 
at least holiday time exclusive. We did the Jingle Cruise, which is the the holiday version of the Jungle Cruise. And I'm going to post a video because I, I had my Opex cameras down there and basically just put one on the skipper. And we were right up there in the front with the skipper. <laughs> they let you put one on him? And just, just sat one there and let the skipper go. And as soon as she saw the camera, I mean, it was game on for her. And it was one of the best Jungle Cruises I had ever been on. And then um, just the Holiday Wish the castle lighting ceremony they do it both before the park closes the normal guests at about 6 15 and then they also do it for the party by itself a little bit later in the night right around nine o'clock so that's a cool thing where elsa has a little show in the front of the castle and then there's a projection scene and then she lights the castle with those icicle lights that make the castle look beautiful during the holiday season we are very much show and fireworks people. There's a new fireworks display for the party. Um, it's hosted by Minnie Mouse. The projection show is phenomenal, what we saw of it, because we just had terrible conditions. It was, it was raining. The wind was blowing into our face looking at the castle, so all the smoke from the fireworks was coming forward at us as well. So anything that was set off around the castle basically blurred the projection i've watched it from a later show now it is unbelievable some of the stuff that they do with the projectors since they installed the new projector system super bright super crisp and it's really neat what they're doing and how they're incorporating some of the songs and movement in the castle and that kind of thing lots of fireworks a lot a lot of a lot of fun yeah, so something that I really think it's important for people who are going down for the parties, this is something that we did when we were just recently there for the Not-So-Scary Party. Matt alluded to the fireworks show and the parades and all of this. The castle, it is a really good strategy in my mind to either get over to the castle just before the fireworks show and stake out a spot and then sit there and watch the fireworks followed by the special stage show, followed by the special parade, or flip that and get there early enough to say, catch the 8.30 parade right after the 8.15 Elsa lighting of the castle, catch the 8.30 parade, followed by the 9.30 special stage show, followed by the 10 o'clock fireworks. Now that route is gonna be where most of the people are gonna do. Most of the people are going to set up camp in the middle of the hub at right around 8.15 and stay there all the way till 10.30. And then a lot of times they'll call it a night. If you're willing to kind of flip the script and get there and go and enjoy the park, enjoy the attractions, enjoy the character meet and greets and all of the special treats, and then roll over to the hub at around 9.30, 9.45, Understand you're going to have a little worse view for the projection and the fireworks, but then that hub is really going to empty out and you're going to be able to get a great view at the stage show and the second parade that's going to come through. I think the first time we went to a party, we didn't even realize that there were special shows going on and we really missed it. And I just personally, I would tell you if you're going to go to a, a if you're going to go to one of these parties 
and you don't see the special stage show, the special parade, and the special fireworks from in front of the castle. You could see the parade wherever, but if you don't see the stage show and the fireworks in front of the castle, you've really you've really wasted your money. You know, sure you probably did some other things, you probably saw some cool stuff, but that to me is the above and beyond. You have to imagine all of the floats in the parade is only seen during this time. All of the projection and the fireworks that Matt just mentioned is only seen during this time for people who have paid admission into this party. And in addition to that, you know, we, we mentioned that, but there's stuff happening all around the park. There's a Jingle Jam concert back in the Storybook Circus area. There's a sort of a rock dance party concert that happens over in Tomorrowland. Um, and then there's a couple of other, like in Ray's Starlight Cafe, there's always a dance party in there as well where the stage sort of transforms. And you, you have a dance party to holiday music. And, you know, a lot of people go in thinking, oh, I'm going to have low wait times for Seven Dwarfs. And, and that's great. My family did that as the party ended and the park closed at 1155. We jumped in line for Seven Dwarfs. But you can do those things. But if you're not enjoying all the entertainment and the shows, I think you're doing the parties wrong. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that they do just for these parties that you don't necessarily realize until you go to the park on a non-party day and you realize, well, I thought this was going to happen or I thought this person was going to be here and they're not. So, you know, when you're looking at those holiday trips and when we talk about holiday trips, really we're talking from the beginning of August through the beginning of January with these two parties there's a lot of things that you want to look at those maps and say, is this worth my time? Because you are going to stake out some time for two or three shows, the fireworks, and a parade for each of these parties. Are you going to have some lower wait times? Yeah. Did my wife and I even ride anything else while we were there? No. After the fireworks, we went through, got a couple more cookies and beverages. We rode Space Mountain, we did the laugh floor, we kind of went around the park and just did one more loop through just to see all the decorations and everything load up. And then we left, um, but we made sure, and I think with it being the first night, there were a lot of us kind of in the same boat, the bloggers and the podcasters and the video guys, we're all in the same boat. We wanted to be there for the fireworks. We wanted to, we wanted to have that video of the fireworks and it just, it wasn't a good night for that. So I think you had a lot of those diehards that were there. But on a, most of the nights when you get a rain like that, a lot of the people are just going to leave and they're just going to waste that money. And in, there's so much to enjoy because a lot of the stuff is indoors. You know, the storybook uh, dance parties indoors. Starlight Rays, the Tinseltown party is indoors. A lot of stuff where you can take cover and not have to deal with the elements. What else do you want to talk about? Dramatic pause. Yeah, <laughs> dramatic pause. Um, we'll leave this in here. So I'm kind of out of stuff. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I, I think we're giving them some good insight. There, there are a lot of cool party-exclusive snacks. The one thing that we wanted to get to that we didn't is Gaston's, uh, the dippers. They're breadstick dippers that look like antlers with a beer cheese dip. We wanted to get back there and try those. We got back into that area. It was kind of congested back there. We just ended up getting our cookies and moving on. 
um, over at Pinocchio House. But past that, um, yeah, I think it's, so. For the very merry, yeah, like like we've kind of said a few times, hit a couple of rides. Jingle Cruise is definitely fun. I'm really glad Matt brought up Jingle Cruise. Um, Jungle Cruise is always one of my like fan favorites. My family tolerates it because I love it so stinking much. Like we're gonna find a time. I want to go sit down and I want to hear that Schweitzer Falls was named after the famous Doctor Falls. Over and over and over again. Because everybody else is on the boat that's never been there is like, Dr. Schweitzer. Like, no, Dr. Albert Falls, stupid. It's not Dr. <laughs> Albert Schweitzer. Schweitzer Falls. It's after Dr. Falls. Uh, you know, just all of that stuff. And, and it's really fun seeing it in jingle mode because they sort of like deck some stuff out. They put some holiday lights in. They put some Santa hats on some of the characters. And it, it's just fun. And the jokes are a little bit different. And they kind of slide some holiday some holiday dad jokes in there and you know jingle cruise is a fun time so definitely ride that check out space mountain it's always fun riding space mountain under a new thing uh, one of the ones matt didn't mention is the um we got tomorrowland speedway there we go tomorrowland speedway yeah. i was like the car ride um tomorrowland speedway is all decked out christmas trees everywhere lights everywhere and yeah and it's a lot of like mid-century stuff so it's mm -hmm. really cool retro looking it looks like a lot of like uh uh da, 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 da. yeah that thing yeah yeah um man i like I'll, bar I'll yeah bar signage and that kind oh, of stuff oh sure sure yeah yeah, yeah. it was it neon was really, lights and yeah, stuff like that yeah neon that's where i was going with oh that. got it <laughs> and then, thank god uh, we figured that out yeah <laughs> and then you, mad tea party is instead of like the orange and purple lights that it had with the fog Probably it's red and green light yeah. yeah yeah so yeah and halloween it's like orangish and yeah, like black light almost. Yeah. Like that purplish Halloween color light. Yeah, so, but very cool thing to do. Um, prices do vary, so really look at when you're going, you know, closer to Christmas, it's going to mm -hmm. be considerably more than it is away from Christmas, and especially those Fridays and those weekend dates. Yeah, that Matt mentioned do. that. I, I think, so the prices will be as low as like $90, $95, but my family's going the week before Christmas, and the hot, we looked at going to the Very Merry Christmas Party. Still haven't ruled it out completely, but it's $139 that night. Um, just because when we get down there, there will only be one more party. Because they actually don't run any parties on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or all the way up to New Year's. The last party is on the 22nd of December because then they don't do the party anymore. They just have a holiday and New Year's celebration. So you're able to you're actually able to see the Christmas time parade with some modifications so that it's not the same that you see at the party. They do run a special Christmas time parade. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. They do run a special Christmas time parade in the park on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So um, a lot of the, you know, happily ever after is gone and they do some various things and just sort of have an all out Christmas and New Year's celebration. And that's why they're starting that special holiday package when they are as well. Right. So. Yeah. The Because you got to get there to get to that last party. And <coughs> oh, man, excuse me. Yeah, just hold. Oh, Peter's dying over yeah, there. Hold. <laughs> hold on a second. I apologize. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> but yeah, that special 
package that Matt's talking about. Um, gives you a party admission, gives you some dessert party, gives you some other things in your trip in addition to your stay and your park tickets and all of that. So and kind if, of a neat thing to do. If you're planning to go around Christmas this year and you want to do that last party, you have to do that last party through the package now. The, la the last day is sold out now, except if you do the package. Right. So... Well, never mind. That did make my decision for me because I was still up in the air. But Yeah, that 22nd is sold out except for the package now. And there's a couple more dates that have sold out. It's okay. Since, I'm going uh, yeah. to survive. We're actually thinking about um, something else that we like to do. Um, and you can do this around Christmas time or any time. Is they have a Frozen Ever After dessert party, which is just absolutely amazing. Um, I don't know if we've talked about it in a previous podcast. But I know Matt's family's done it. My family's done it twice. I'm considering actually on Christmas Eve doing that part, that dessert party instead of doing an actual, you know, very merry Christmas party. Just, you know, as a nice celebration, get to watch Epcot forever, get to maybe. ride up. Well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> you don't have any tropical storms come through. Yeah, that's what happened to me last time. I was, we saved Epcot forever for the last night of the trip. And then that stupid tropical storm hit. Was, ah, no. Um, but anyway, I think we digress, and we've completely fallen off base here. Um, hopefully we don't edit much of this out and you get to enjoy this because we've been editing, and we talked about recently just kind of giving you the raw unedited a little bit more so you can see what our conversations are more about and what happens when we slip and fall. But, you know, our info series, we want it to be very polished and crisp, and, and now we'd like to share a little bit more maybe about our personality and and, you know, kind of how this works, uh, just to share with you a little bit more. But I, I think at this point, we, we've kind of covered our, our very Merry Christmas party, told them what to look for and mm -hmm. what to do and, and how to approach that party. So I think I'm about done. So, Matt, if you have anything else to add, feel free. And Yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll add a couple things and I'll finish it up. Uh, so party exclusive merchandise, you can find it all through the park. There are some things that they'll start putting out around 4 o'clock. So you guys that don't want to do the party and want to grab some of that stuff, especially the shops on Main Street. Yeah, two big places to look for it is in that first alleyway that Matt talked about. They'll always have some of the party-exclusive merch and some carts towards the back end of that. And then on the far left, kind of halfway up, if you can really go into the Emporium and exit at Casey's Hot Dogs mm -hmm. and never leave a store in between. So kind of about halfway up is where they keep the party exclusive merchandise. Um, as you're walking up Main Street, there's a little bow in to the storefront. And if you go in that one, that's the one that has the exclusive merchandise there at the back. Um, so continue, I just wanted to paint the picture a little bit more so they knew where to go. Yeah, so the party exclusive merchandise, really cool this year. Um, and then just enjoy the holidays at Magic Kingdom. You know, it is one of the coolest places to be around Christmas, you know, around any holiday, but especially around Christmas, they, they go all out and, you know, just seeing kind of what goes into it and, and how much they put into it and what they have to do to keep it up. You know, it's, it's really cool and it's a really cool experience. So, you know, really enjoy that. Yeah. And as you get down there, one other thing, since Matt's talking about, you know, holidays and just kind of a, a blurb for you not about not so or not about the very merry christmas party but um if you get down there this time of year in the next month and a half also go to epcot and really in take some time to enjoy the world showcase because the world showcase puts up displays on as food and wine ends 
at Thanksgiving, they put up holidays around the world. And that's really interesting to see various cultures and how they celebrate maybe similar you know, religious holidays compared to your own, but also the new way and the different way that they celebrate various holidays around the world. I always love going to Epcot any time of year because there's so much you can do and see that you wouldn't be able to do unless you traveled to that part of the world. It's really amazing to me all the time how Disney brings a piece of the world to you as opposed to you having to make dedicated trips to those parts of the world. Not saying you shouldn't. You should still do those things, you know. <laughs> and then just one last thing is, you know, this is the first year that Animal Kingdom's really gone all out with decorations. And just like Epcot, the different areas in Animal Kingdom have their own little traditions, whether it's cultural traditions or in the case of Pandora. I was going to say, they, I'd love to see how the Navi celebrate holidays. They, they've created things and a lot of hand carved. Oh, and, that's and awesome. It, it's, it's really, really neat. So, and then for those fans of the Osborne family Christmas lights, like I said in my trip podcast, Dino Land is starting to take that kind of theming and lights everywhere, kind of outlandish, gaudy, mm -hmm. and a lot of the same music, and it's a lot of fun. So, man, I was really hoping they would portray how dinosaurs used to celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I think that's Dinosaur the Ride, isn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to us again. Um, get in touch with us on any of the social media platforms through the website. And um, if you have any needs for travel questions or if you want us to book, get in touch with us on the Princesses in the Mouse website and we'll uh, help you out. So Yeah, that's the other thing is, is some of those listeners out there, we would love to hear just comments and what are you looking for that we can talk about because – you know, we have quite a bit of Disney knowledge, which is why we've started this series. So, you know, we're we're an open book in terms of, you know, hearing suggestions and ideas and giving us feedback for future episodes. So thanks a lot again for tuning in. As Matt said, follow us on all those social media platforms, Anchor and um, Spotify and all of that stuff. And we'll talk to you real soon. Bye, guys. Turn your Disney dream into a magical Disney vacation with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Contact us at any of these options or learn more by clicking the website link below.